Back again with another episode. Yes, and we got a special guest in the house today, man. Okay. Y'all may not know the face, but y'all know what he's a part of and what he in control of in, in New York City right now. Done, done, done. This is my man, DP. What's up, man? What's good, bro? And all y'all don't know what DP does, DP probably have the biggest and best tournament in New York City right now, the virtual tournament, right? Uh. I think I think I think it's bigger than than like Rucker right now, right? Well, I'm not. Rucker's legendary for New York it's, City. It, yeah, it's legendary, but that's a pillar when you leave out of New York. People know like Rucker. I hear I'm you. not gonna discredit Gersh, but I get to pay homage to what Rucker do. Listen, man. And this is why I want my New York Knicks hoodie. I want my. I want my. Now listen, and I can give two shits about sports, but I want my New York Knicks hoodie just because you was coming through. You that's know love. What that's love. That's. Out of respect. No, so, I get it, I get it. Speak, sir. So what I'm saying is you got one of the best and biggest tournaments that's out there. Right? To me anyway. You gotta understand I'm from East New York. My so mom's my mom still own a crib, like they still own a crib right across the street from Gers. Literally, from my window, Gers is right there. Correct, correct. You know what I mean? So, you know, and I went to Gersh I didn't go to Gersh Junior High School, but I went to Reach Out. I don't know if you remember Reach Out. What school? Reach out. They had a camp, summer camp in Gersh. Reach out. You yeah, that's the camp. Yeah. What school? What middle school you went to though? A two ninety two. I went to oh, the Deuce. Yeah, I went to the Deuce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deuce was on the news. <laughs> we were on the news. That's Deuce was crazy. Top five. It was the worst five middle schools. Yeah, was fifty five in the Ville. The Deuce, two ninety two, Gersh, um, three hundred two, yeah. and um, two eighteen. That was on the news. Yeah, my my first my first week in the Deuce, kid got shot right 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 outside right going in school. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Girls are glad they was using the side doors way before. People ain't want to go to the front. They go to the side doors. They had to close on the move up to get robbed. So. And you know, so crazy because you live. I know Mo ain't from, from my neighborhood. He's from Flatbush. So we got our own little story and stuff like that. But I live on the private side. You live on the, on the project side. Yeah. The, the, but we used to sit, We used to share the Big Apple. Correct. Correct. Right? Mr. <laughs> shout out to, you know, Mr. C who, you know, he's done taught so many people in the wild. You know, people know Mr. C and right from the East that went to the mm -hmm. Y. That's something that was big growing up. I don't care what you say. You went to the Y. I'm a different, that's how I learned to swim. I went there and I never learned because I was too bad. <laughs> so I'm like, I ain't never yeah. learned. I went there, picked that block up from the from the big side. No, I'm going to die. I'm chill. I'm going to chill over here and, and play around. And then, you know, Nina, you know, yo, let me tell you something. The Big Apple had the most violent game in the world to me at the time growing up was dodgeball. Correct. You remember Correct. the dodgeball games you used to have Correct. with the Correct. Big Apple? You was trying to take niggas' heads off in uh in the Big Apple. The, the saddest times was if they ever say Big Apple, they didn't have something that day. Or it's close, they can't go to that. The saddest times, Big Apple growing up, just man, so many so many pivotal things growing up in the East that helped shape us. Playing in Brooklyn, uh -huh. that helped shape us, like Jackie Robb, mm -hmm. the after school program. So many things helped us grow up, and these kids now don't understand that. They can't fathom how we survive without those things they have now. There was no phones. There was no phones. And we just did so much. You know, the centers, jock. It's just so much. Around the whole Brooklyn, the whole city. It's just, it's just crazy. It's just that story has to be told. And I'm glad. Kids don't know. I think I, that's why I'm glad to have you on the show, right? Because some people look at Gersh as just a tournament or kids going over there playing basketball. You know what I mean? People don't really think about the wide aspect of it. Like, how many kids' life you save every summer? How many people y'all give 
your whole team, you know what I'm saying, over there, y'all give a safe haven to go to have a good time. And some of your kids, if I, you could correct me if I'm wrong, even make money. Oh, definitely. You know what it is? The, the toughest thing is the fact of with the initial system when you started, if you, people don't know, they're just unaware. You're unaware, you're just living a life not, not knowing. Gersh is way bigger than basketball. And that's been stated already and has been done already because, again, we're just, just being able to hire your, your, your friend's kids. You're giving it. So the kids, we grew up, I worked three child. I worked at the top center with Bernard Waiters. Now yeah. they're working for us. So our own young boys, we watch go up, we watch they pay up again, Chase. Hiring them, it's no, it's no better, there's no better way to be able to cultivate a kid. And it's like, you know, those things change everything. Cause you know, you get a chance to help kids. And again, as far as the safe haven, you look at the seven five precinct attorney. I know every inspector there, they go through the data. They literally have data to show what the crime rate does. They literally know what gang members are in the park. They know what people are there. They're saying, all these people are calm. That's why the police play the outskirts. We have our own security, and they abide by that. That's I've crazy. people out of cuffs. Literally got locked up in the park. Talk to people like this. Take them out. This happened. We'll get it situated. Stuff like that. That's powerful. So I don't, you know, no, that's, again. That's, that's dope. Yeah, so like, like I said, like, like I was saying before, mm -hmm. I don't think people really understand how much you do for the community shit. I didn't even know you did all that. Now, those jobs that you say you get, is those a basketball job or like those are summer youth jobs that the kids are getting at the same time? Like, how how's that work? You know what it is? Like, we have summer youth. So one, one of the biggest accomplishments, I, I believe, with Gersh, we can talk about anything with NBA players, giving kids access to NBA players, all that stuff. I think it's getting some youth. Getting kids in some youth positions, some kids you meet, you'll get them year after year. And after a while, become close like family. Then you try to get them real jobs. Because some of these kids are in school. People people envision some youth like a kid in high school. I got kids getting their masters in some youth because it goes to 24. Uh -huh. Some youth 24, you just want to get money from the city at 24. You could have a job still working at Gersh. So when they graduate school, they still tap in. Hey, can you help me with this? I'm going for a sports medicine. I'm going for this. And what I'm going to look like, I'm going to say no. Of course. So now when I sit at the table and we do these contracts, the contracts ain't going to say, oh, what you going to give Gersh? No, I need two interim sips. Oh, you can't do it? I right, call me talk another time. There's kids now that went to that worked for Gersh that worked for the Nets now, worked for the Knicks now. Literally that'd be called. And that would gotta be a pipeline to help Gersh, but you just change your whole dynamic. Yeah. So like stuff like that is like that's the key to it. Try to yeah. get them those partnerships. Because again, these companies are, you know, million dollar companies. Million dollar companies, then why would we not want our people's work for them? That's a direct yeah. line to it. Instead of have to go through a different process. More different processes, you know. That, no, that's crazy. Do do because I, you know, I go to Gersh, but I haven't been. I don't go every week. Like like oh. when it, when it, when it first started, I got a little older. You know what I'm saying? But do y'all have a lot of NBA stars that come out to the Gersh tournaments or people that come out there? I know there'd be rappers there. I seen you, last day I was there. I saw Fab there. I saw a couple of people that I knew out in the crowd. But do any like athletes come and actually play in the tournaments or anything like that? Or you know, I think the last. NBA player had to be Will Barton. He's on, on the Nuggets at one point. When Will Barton played. Right? So the thing about it is when it comes to the NBA, when you grow up, yeah, like, but Lance is regular, so I don't really, because like Lance is regular, but you know, Will Barton said somebody like that. So, you know, for me, the biggest thing you'll see, the locals are the kids' favorites. Uh -huh. So the kids that's people that's from, from Flatbush, from Queens, from wherever, they love I-95, Irv Walker, who didn't make the NBA. Oh. But that's their NBA player. They come to the park, 
those those players walk through the through the crowd, they give a kid a foul, those kids are in those Super kids. Charged. That's it. Yeah. So stuff like that matters. So just like as far as NBA plays, you don't get as much NBA plays as you want. But Gersh is so family orientated, those players become their, yeah. their favorites. So another thing I love about Gersh that there seems to be when I be online, right? Like you know, I, you know, G Dog is my man. Yeah. And big up the slave, because slave wasn't for slave, we wouldn't even be sitting with That's you today. That's a fact, my brother. You know, slave is my brother. We That's went to high fact. school That's together. Mo no slave. That's like, a fact. Um, man, still's got stories from elementary school, cutting school, going to talk crap. Okay. That's a whole other story. <laughs> I know how it is in school. Yeah. So, y'all got probably one of the best announcers that's out there right now. Shout out to Fly Top. Fly Top, right? Uh, I ain't never seen nobody talk on the mic like he talking on the mic crazy, you know what I'm saying? Um, he always got some fly shit to say. He keep the crowd engaged, people laughing, and everybody enjoying him. Talk about that aspect. Taj has always been witty and, you know, Taj younger and, you know, just giving Taj the opportunity to step into it, he, he flourished. And Taj's one of those announcers that really take pride into it. And again, Taj ain't gonna just come do a job. Taj oh. hookah, Taj drinking, Taj having a good old time. <laughs> Are you talking about multitask? Taj's multitasking. Multitasking. Like, so how, how, how did Taj become an announcer? Like MC, you know, this is how it happened. Like coming when Gersh, we happened to acquire Gersh, Todd was around because Todd was still playing. And then, you know, when Todd, when Todd started getting to later in his career, you know, we just say, yo, Todd, I think I asked Todd, like, yo, what'd you think about, you know, doing the mic? And he, he was all for it. And I think from there, it was like, there was no prep and no training. Because, again, a lot of this stuff, when it comes to this, this street ball, people don't realize, it could be a street ball tournament. Uh -huh. But then it's a business because you can make it a business. business. And, again, it, is, it was business. And it was basically on the job training. Because, again, a lot of people, you have a league and, you know, everybody got a mom and pop league. Everybody, every, 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 every ball got a tournament. But is it a business where you able to, you know, giving W nines out and invoices? That's the whole. That's the difference. So real quick, because you know we gotta go into, we gotta jump to our shit. Like, of course, definitely. But I wanna ask for, for the listeners that's out there, the people that's watching, make sure you like, subscribe, and share, and leave a like, comment. Subscribe and share. That's a fact. But what I want, I want to know for any of the parents that's out there that want to get their kids a part of tournaments, or want to get their kids a part of summer youth, or is there any way they can go to look for this stuff, or you know, is it? I don't know. Like how kids, how can kids be a part of a tournament? Wait. Like I know Irk, he be always looking for kids, the best kid. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how it works. I don't know if it's intermediate, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I don't know how it works. So how do kids get in touch with you? And and tell people where is Gersh at for people that don't know where Gersh is at. East New York, Brooklyn. We know. You got to know. You got to <laughs> know. East New York, Brooklyn. It's like, again, I always feel like, again, growing up, born and raised, East New York is all, its own world. Oh, world. It's 100%. Own world. So for me, it's like, for me, it's like having an opportunity to understand that kids, it's like an inner thing where we don't publicize some of you. People know from... Constantly going in the providers. We used to provide a site for the BNA. Mm -hmm. So kids know, let me sign up with that and I'll be able to potentially work with you. And we only take about 60 kids. Okay. We'll, have, we'll have 140 try to get the, the job. So, mm -hmm. and then again, when you're working outside, outside some kids, you know, kids are bougie now. You know, these kids are this, this generation, this generation Z, whatever generation this is, it's prima donnas. I'm like, they get to the park and see you work outside. They outside. I can't walk in. I have to transfer them. Like, you can't walk in the sun. So, so, so one more Gersh question for you. Okay, of course. I know Rucker was Rucker, right? Mm -hmm. And is it any chance that Gersh becoming his own thing 
it's it's its own thing now. But can growth grow beyond East New York? Can you see this tournament being in other places or well, other states, like to make it you know more well, broader? That was presented to me before to like to bring girls somewhere. People out sat with people. They was like, oh, I'd like to bring it to my city, and my answer was always no, because the thing about it is you can't go somewhere and try to implement something in their community. Gersh's homegrown. Gersh's mm -hmm. built from grassroots. That's the community thing where we have partnerships with the corner store. We got partnerships with every every type of community-based organization. So you can't just go somewhere trying to do things. It never works. So, but, so what about helping other communities in other states like make this happen? Oh, like help them to 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 learn how to. Go get the partnership with the Any, corner stores and stuff like that. Anybody watch this? I've, I've sat with tons of people. Okay, in state, out of state. I don't, I don't have a problem sharing the game. I'm not a gatekeeper. People want game. And again, and that's even with hate. People still be negative, still hate, right. still throw side jabs online. I'm cool with it because I know for me, we're so happy in our own zone. Our chat is popping. So we know we helping each other. We don't care. This time, girls time, rev it up. Throw something online. We know what's up. I know people that hate. Blatantly hate, blatantly have hate for something because I don't talk to them. They can't call me online, and they blatantly hate. I still help because that's that's just the devil in them. So and then, 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 sorry, because okay. then the humility will come. They'll then have to spin back around like, "Yo, pardon me, I didn't know you was." And I'll be like, "For what?" I'm like, "What?" I'm still not gonna let you in because you just, you just, you're not genuine. You're not, you're not, you're not. I don't. So it's not I can do for you because again, the power is the knowledge. That's the most powerful thing, mm. and I know. That's deep. And I know, and one thing I do. I make sure my hands are on them. And people know this. I know I could turn to go, so if my hands are on them, you can't tell me nothing about Gersh. You can't tell me how's that. Every sponsor I know, every contract I read, and that's it. You ain't gonna sign my check. Listen, that's the last thing you can say. I want y'all to make sure y'all, because this man said contract about like five, six times, <laughs> and he prides himself on reading every contract, signing As every you contract. Should. And so I just pride y'all, if y'all don't know how to read a contract, or put a contract together, learn that for whatever community organization that you're trying to build. Um, I want to shout out, I want you to shout out, please, your Instagram, for the girl's Instagram, your personal Instagram. Like I said, his name is DP. He is so important to this Brooklyn community and the community just for the kids alone. Because it's not just East New York kids that be at Gersh. It's kids from all over the state that come over there sometimes in the summertime. So, you know what I mean? I just want to say thank you personally for what you're doing. And please just shout out the Instagram. And they got... I want. I need a new, a new Gersh hat, bro. I haven't had a Gersh hat. Like, I nah, need, yeah, know, I, need some some I got some merch. That yeah, I need merch, and I'm I'm not afraid to buy my action for free. I, I buy my no, own no, shit. Again, I, I'm, I'm the same way. I don't go places. I don't want no handouts. Yeah. I give it, but just to clear it up, it's way beyond Brooklyn. We got out of state teams, bro. Yeah. So I just think this year alone, Elite PA, Elite Academy from Pennsylvania coming in. Nice. We got Dribble Kings from Area PA. Nice. So you know, city team from Boston. Everybody knows City Team. They play for millions every summer. Millions. They come and play in Gersh. So we way broader than just what's in front of us. Nice. But, you know. What's the Instagram? Instagram, at Gersh Park. At Gersh Park. At Gersh Park. Gersh Pizza. Uh, mine is in Gersh We Trust underscore DP. So, you know, it is what it is. We appreciate you. Yo, and we're going to get it. So you're going to jump in our world now, DP. Definitely, definitely. Ready for the bullshit? My God. I'm listening. Let's go. I'm for it. Much as I can contribute. I'm going to give you four warnings. I tell everybody, if you're not comfortable, just stay the fuck out of the conversation. Just don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. Don't let me get you in trouble. I, I do all the trouble. And if you want to say something that you can't say, what's it to me? 
and I make sure like I act like I was saying it, so we can get it out there. Got it. All right? got it got so that's how we gonna do this. So look, right now we're gonna get into same bad time, same bad hour. Bam. Um, let's talk about Jay Z and Beyonce. So Jay Z Beyonce reportedly has bought the biggest house in California history. Today. History. In California history, it's $200 million. Dollars. Uh, I don't know. You know, some, I've been looking at people's cribs, right? And I, you know, I love a nice crib. I love a nice house. I don't know if I can live in a $200 million house. I can. <laughs> Too much house for me, man. I can. Like, I'd be scared. Man. And the $200 million house is, is not bigger than their $100 million house. <laughs> their $100 million house is probably two times bigger than that. It's just because the zip code is Malibu. But, um, yeah, I can. You can, yo. I remember. I remember. And Irk was. Irk is here. He was with me. I remember going to Fifty's crib up in uh, Connecticut. Yo, bro, that's the biggest house I ever been in. Like up in, somebody, my in my life, like somebody's house. Who old crib is that? Uh, it was Tyson's old crib. Nah, let's do it. That's right. And he had, and he still had like the original gold fixtures from the bathroom. So the toilet had like a gold. And he said so it was. Real. They said it was real. It, it looked. I don't know, but so it was. Gotta be. Yo, know, put, put it like this. Irk was there. I think it was me, Irk, my man, Christ, Precious, uh, and like two other people, and, and me and Irk. We at 50 House with his peoples, and each of us had our own room. The room that I had was a duplex. It had two floors in the bedroom that I was in. Wow. I stayed in the bar. <laughs> Irk, stayed, Irk, stayed, Irk stayed in the bar. But wow. <laughs> that's how big this crib was. So I don't. it was spooky because... You don't know who on the other side of the house. Correct, correct. So I don't know if I could, you know what I mean? I don't know. I'd probably buy some more houses. I don't know if I could live in like one big house like that, though. I think I'd probably. Like, I can. Like a family, bring family with you, like other extended family being a big home, making a family thing. But so, again, yeah, like you said, you made a great point. Two million, hundred million, probably, you know. Yeah, like, so life, life, probably life. other little intricate parts, secret rooms, or different. Stuff that make it so expensive, so you know, who knows? life is all about adjustment, man. And this is how I see it. So it's like, all right, two hundred million dollar house, fifty rooms. Okay, we walk in. At first, it's like, wow, this is crazy. But as we move in, we adjust, and it's like, okay, this is our norm. <laughs> this is our norm, and we adjust to it. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Because that's what life's about. Life isn't about keeping yourself in the box that you've been in. Life is about, as you move forward, adjusting Correct. and understanding that the box that you were in yesterday, that was your prison. Set yourself free. You understand what I mean? So, man, move forward, adjust. This is what it is. Accept it, love it, live it. So this is what I will say. I'd rather spend $200 million on living <clears throat> life because I just seen this other report, Queen Elizabeth spend they spent two hundred million dollars on her death, like this, on her funeral. On her funeral, uh, Britain, Great Britain spent about two hundred million dollars reportedly on her on her funeral. Now that's just a waste of money, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but ask yourself, people hungry. But ask yourself when they say two hundred million, <laughs> uh, when they say two hundred million, understand? Okay, what's that two hundred million on? Right, where, where where was her funeral set? May have been at the Vatican. May have, right been, may have been there wherever, <laughs> but but this is what I'm saying. So, having a funeral at the Vatican may cost you $100 million, right? 
Does that mean it's worth that? No, it doesn't. It, it, it all depends on the zip code. It all depends on the location. You get where I'm coming from? So although they spent 200 million, doesn't mean it was worth 200 mil. It just, it just means that for what it represented, they had to pay the price. I agree with DP. People starving. That's a death. Like, we can celebrate life. We can add that 200 million to some life and put that stuff somewhere else, man. It's too many people out yeah, there. Not no but, disrespect to her. Not no disrespect to her. They could have cremated her, kept it, you know, <laughs> they could have did something like 27 million what? On deaf people. Man, this, the world, this, I don't know, this is crazy. Oh, the other hood news. So I seen that uh, rapper Fitty Wap, um, they said he was, uh, he got sentenced to six years in jail. Six years. Was pushing drugs all over the country with one eye, man. That shit is crazy. Nah, but you know, did you hear his um his statement? He said the pandemic caused him to do that because he said because um he was ashamed to live less than the lifestyle he had presented to people, and um it caused him to do whatever he had to do to continue that lifestyle. Yo, listen, man. But the lifestyle was acquired. That's it. He didn't grow up with that lifestyle. That sounded like a whole bunch of bullshit. He got six years now, so it's like, damn. I mean, don't get me wrong. Great attempt at um trying to not get that much time, but my nigga, do your time, keep it moving, you'll be all right. Now, the only thing I want about Freddie Bop, man, yeah, people don't remember. You probably got to look this shit up. Like, how, he probably had like 10 hit records at like one time. Do you know the amount of publishing <laughs> Like, if what you do you own think? it? Right, yeah. so that just means yeah. if he don't own it, it'll be alright. Right. No, it don't See, matter. But, okay, Cootie didn't even own it. The shows he was. He'll be alright. What he did with the money, man? Like, well, we gotta have better money managers. I hope he's teaching these guys and girls that too. Yeah, financial literacy. Yeah, but, definitely. Yeah, you teaching those guys and girls money management? Well, again, you know, <laughs> when it comes to the money, you never want to tell people what to do. The younger ones, you tell them because when you run into start receiving, we just try to tell the kid this is supplemental income. We try to tell them to be manage the money right. For example, the, the juniors, that's going to be seniors. Tell me to pay your senior dues if you have that. So the little things I do with the kids, whole kids, debit cards, okay. things that help them. Like, you don't blow your money buying food. You know, kids will be, they want McDonald's, things like that. Save, stack your money. So that's September, what they spend most they have, you know, you have those things. So, you know, you can try. Every kid, you don't have that bomb to say, I'm going to help you with your money. You know, as far as adults or friends or peers, you never want to kind of, you know, they, they'll ask you if they want help. Mm. Yeah, we gotta we gotta give kids these kids financial literacy, whether they're in the music business, uh, NBA basketball, or just regular life. Because I think that's what separates us. It ain't really about the money you make; it's really about the money you spend. And the sometimes money you take the yeah. money you keep, and they gotta work hard for the dollar. When you appreciate a little more, I know I'm scraping my knuckles to make some money. I ain't so frivolous. Those parents that just give, give, give. Those kids like no, my mom and my dad. Kids start doing that. No, you start earning, earning your keep. No, hundred percent. Keep so you can know that. No, you got you got twenty. I remember growing up twenty for the week, twenty for the week looked like I hit twenty for the week was damn good. Yeah, hit the lotto. Shit, now you tell a kid twenty. I got five dollars for me. All you, your parents are rich. Five dollars, dollar a day. Nah, I feel you. I go to Stanley. I go get a pizza. I meet Papa Ernie's. Yeah, like that. But yeah, I had a dollar. They went to a quarter water, honey bun. A double mint and and and, uh, and and a pack of bontons. That's the four things I bought every single day. Bonton. Bonton corn chips. <clears throat> That's what I bought every day. I hate them shits. Only the barbecue I like. Regular um, joints was the uh -huh. worst. What was your favorite? Barbecue was your favorite. Barbecue. Yeah, barbecue. Nah, I was a corn chip guy, man. I love the corn chips, man. 
yeah. Uh, let's go back into this. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I got a brain freeze real quick. I was thinking about the Bonton chips. <clears throat> Other celebrity news. I've seen this crazy thing, this situation this weekend. It just, it just bugged out. I don't know where it started. It looked like it started with DJ Envy saying Rick Ross had rented his house out for Airbnb. Rick Ross then came back, started talking about Envy Kids and his pops. Um, could break dance at his house. And then Envy came back, put on a suit, a correctional officer suit. I'll, I'll be the last first thing, to say. I last don't. thing, last thing, last thing. And then Rick Ross came back out talking about Envy's wife. Uh, I'll go be, ahead, Mo. <laughs> I'll be the first to say that I don't like Rick Ross. He's the problem with the world. Rick Ross is an actor, and the world buys it. He's, with the whole like cost that he's about bro, it's not even about the cost shit. Rick Ross is a whole bro. Rick Ross is a concocted image. His name stealing somebody else's name, bro. Used to be a CEO. Your whole character is concocting. Ross, boss, bro. Go sit down somewhere. Like you just not a Ross fan at all. No, it, I love Ross's music. I do. You just like this guy. What is I do. I, I love Ross's music. I absolutely do. Like I rock out to all of that. But Rick Ross, the image, the character, all that shit is concocted, bro. It is. And every time, like when I watched him get at DJ Envy and I watched all those videos, Envy, yes. And, bro, <laughs> it's like somebody wrote a script, bro. Like, yeah, that's not a real person. And this is this is what I hate about. You know, we, we, we spoke about this. That was like when it was the Mano and Troy Ave thing. Mm -hmm. And I said, Troy Ave is out here defying gravity, right? <laughs> because it's not about reality. And it's the same thing with Rick Ross. Like, bro, that's not reality. Like, envy is, to envy is reality. Rick Ross is this whole concocted, it's a script. But I, I, what I say is with Rick Ross, I... I love Ross music. I love the antics. I like like how you talk. It just it, it makes me laugh. I think it's funny. But what I didn't like with the whole problem they had, two men are arguing, two men are going back and forth for whatever they're going back and forth is. With don't bring nobody's wife and kids and family. Ain't no rule. Like we don't have no. It's just certain things that you know principle based. Ross Ross is old enough because he our age group. Don't bring nobody but Ross ain't cut from that cloth, so why would you expect him to hold them principles? You know what I mean? Like you know, Ross, Ross is an actor, bro. Yeah, Ross is know. an actor. Ross ain't a dude that's from that cloth. Like, like, and this is what I mean. This is my problem with the world. Like, yo, rap is a popularity concert right now. Like, okay, Ross is popular. Okay, but none of that is real, bro. None of it. None of it. None of it. None of it, and people people eat that shit alive. Like, well, it makes good for good entertainment. It does make for great entertainment. I, I just hope people, and I'm not mad at that. Let's laugh. But but the problem is that um, people don't look at it as just entertainment. They eat that shit alive, and you know. But I'm not mad at it. What you feel, DP? It's it's so many it's so many ways to look at this as far as the disrespect to the family, mm -hmm. as far as like the way Ross is, you know image he portrays. Um, for me, it's like, it goes back to both of y'all saying the same thing, but different ways, entertainment. It got us to be able to make it a topic from this stuff that's not reality. 
in the disrespect, we get, we we feed into it. We eat into it. Mm. It's like it goes with the fact of like this programming because our socials is running our socials going from platform to platform. Like how do you scroll and see the same thing? This blog came from that blog, and that's the thing. They're not giving us real tools. They give us the stuff that they want us to watch. And again, nobody wants to be a sticker like. Well, I'm not saying you get on the and social media and you read the Bible, but it's just it's just the worst. But you know, it's like that's, that's a good it's point. A, I like that. For me, it's like those two people. Come on, y'all two, y'all two. I don't know if every million of our no losses. Two dudes, two dudes doing well, and they gotta get online to kind of, you know, talk bad about each other. Then next, you know, they're gonna be communicating down the line. They probably on the phone with each other. For all we know, right. it's just, it's just stupid. Cause you know, somebody calls somebody. Cause it's like we talking about it. Somebody calls somebody. Yo, y'all gotta chill. You so fat. Joe did a little piece like, yo, listen, I don't like this. So they, they got their own circles. They got their own circles. We just out here, just you know, we're blind to it. Who knows what they're doing, but it becomes a topic. Yeah, but it's the way of the world. It's the way of the world. And once again, unfortunately, corny has become acceptable. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, I'm dead serious. Agreed. Corny has become acceptable. And oh my God, I'm tired of it. But guess what? This is just what it is. This is the way of the world. And I have to accept it. So continue being corny. Well, you know, you this know, it's crazy, huh? right? Who? Huh? Who? Huh? There has to be a bit of authenticity. That's just not there. And I'm not mad at it, right? Because hip-hop is the only genre where you have to actually be what you say. Rock, none of that. Hip-hop is the only genre. And um, I'm not saying Ross has to sell drugs. He has to kill people, blah, blah, blah. I just think Ross is... Maybe true. But I do think Ross is... I think it's, I think more problem is Ross was a CEO. <laughs> no, that's not my problem. Know, let me ask my problem is Ross is a cornball. So my question is, how do you cope you have social media? Yeah. How do you cope? Because everything on there, 98% of it is all. Because my social media is for the sake of branding. True. So therefore, mm-hmm. so therefore it's not personal. So therefore, I can, I can, I can. Now how do you watch shows? Because all these shows are glorifying the For things. the sake of branding. For the sake of branding. But, but you have to understand when you're dealing with someone who, there's a difference between, look, I'm a writer. I can write a show, Go right? Ahead. I could write a show about a hospital. I could write a show about a courthouse. And everybody knows I'm a writer. Look, this is speaking from the aspect of a writer. This is my imagination. But when you're talking about someone who bases his entire being and his life and his character on this is who I am, that's different, bro. That's different. But is it, but I would say, I would say to you, I don't want to stay too long on this topic, but he's a writer too. Right, so he's a writer and he's living out whatever script he no, chose for himself. You can't, you can't be a writer when they go, "Bruh, you were a CEO," and he says, "No, you're not a writer. <laughs> you're somebody pretending." Give me three artists you like: Jay, Nas, Big. So any current artists? No, I'm assuming not. Current, current. Give me current. I like J Cole. Um, current. Who do I like? Current. J. Cole. And you gonna say Kendrick? No, no. No Kendrick. I'm not crazy Kendrick, I'm not crazy about it all. Um J. Cole. Who else do I like currently? Let me think. Did I really do like no. J. Cole. That's it. Yeah. No future. No, I don't like future. I don't listen to that type of shit. I don't I don't listen to none of that. I listen to bro after nine five, nine six, I don't listen to music at all. (laughs) And, and he'll tell you this. I I've don't. I've heard something like that before, but I just wonder, how can you cope on social 
on the radio. You're not listening to no radio then. On social, you're scraping right through. Because yeah. even though you're branding, there's still stuff that's gonna pop up because it does pop up. So I just, just I just, by I just go right by it. Okay. I don't, I don't like it. So then, I don't, I don't like it. And 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 the simple, bro, I don't, I don't respect what it embodies. So my question is the last question: mm -hmm. How do you keep in tune with what's what? I don't. Let me when you got younger people that may be in your life to be able to educate. I don't. Them. I don't. Styles tells me all the time that I'm not in tune with what's going on, and I have no desire to be in tune because it's so foreign to what I am. Got it. I, I, bro, I have no desire to be in tune with that. No, I'm saying, I'm just saying, as far as the younger people, that the young people in your, I have no desire, none, none. I don't, I don't. No, he's strong with it, so it's not. I don't. I have no, I have no desire. But the young people, he's living down the sword. No, so it's either the young people gonna connect to him or they. Oh, don't. I don't care, bro. I'll be. That's how he is. You flip, nope. You flip like that. You flip like that. Nope. And 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 and. You ever met? And, you ever met that old nigga that was in your life? That was like an old nigga, like grandpa nigga. He just didn't give a fuck about shit. This is this nigga. Got an effect some like. Yeah. And you know what? And I need you to understand that. It has nothing to do with me thinking I'm better. It's not that. It's just I can't relate. Yeah, if it doesn't. And and if I can't relate. Y'all on y'all. Yeah. Do what you do. That's just not for me. Copy. Understood. Understood. Well, you understand what I'm saying? Understood. Like, understood. Understood. Yeah. So, Yo, so Ross, D, 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 Ross, Ross, you're going to have to sit. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. Give a counseling session. Now, you know what it is? It's tough because it's people like that. Be like, nah, that's what I respect. I don't, I don't listen to nothing. But for me, I go, how, where, where's the connection come from? And that's why. But you, but you, but you know. The young ones, they come to say, someone young. Why do I have to connect? I'm saying for someone young, you hear me, that's into that, that you have some knowledge of something to be able to give something. Some back. No, and, it's, it's, and, and, and listen, listen, hold on. Like, say they in the house. Wait, wait. You put some on. Turn that shit off. You got to put on. It's not, it, no, it's not about turn it off because you can play it. I'm just going to go in the other room. Got it. Listen, yeah. so sometimes yeah. me and him get into our spats. Sometimes? All the fucking time. All the fucking time. You know, you ever seen... I'm a church kid, right? Yeah. So you ever go to church? Oh, you saying you're a church kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, church yeah. kid. So you go to church, and the pastor is totally disconnected to all the youth in the church because mm -hmm. he think this one way, and he'll probably be a more successful pastor <clears throat> and probably have a if greater plot if he could connect to the kids. He don't have to agree with them. Could agree and connect is two different things, right. right? So if you took the time out to understand where they was coming from, the message... Get to them even, <laughs> even a little bit better. So that's what I'll be telling him because he's so influential with certain things on certain platforms and what he do. Sometimes kid, I see him talk to kids sometimes, and some kids get him, but some other motherfuckers like, I don't get the fuck out of here. I don't get like, oh kicks. Can nobody beat me? In other New York news, <laughs> going to New York news real quick. Uh. So they say New York is sinking. Uh, they said the builders are weighing two trillion pounds in New York City is sinking. Can I ask y'all something? Why everything always happened in New York City, B? Like, New York City ain't going to be here in another 2022. No, it's not. Because they got builders all over New York City coming up. No, it's not. I never even thought about New York City. I thought about, like, you know. Yo, bro, did you watch the day after tomorrow? New York is the first to go. It's always like every movie. Everything. Yo, bro, listen. I'm not Brooklyn. It's people. prophecy, bro. New yeah. York will be the first to go, and I'm gonna be sitting there like this, sinking. We live in Brooklyn, bro. Bro, New York is the first to go. No, that's New York City somewhere else. Brooklyn and Manhattan. Brooklyn, 
Tri-state area. No, I didn't say that about yeah, bro, New York City. It's gonna be wolves in your house. You ain't seen the day after the <laughs> Yo, bro, it's gonna be wolves skating in your house, bro. It ain't and listen, and I strongly believe. Look, and we've watched this occur. Um, there was a movie back in the '90s, Hudson Hawk with Bruce Willis, right? And it was about a jewel thief, uh, in England. And there was a phone he had, and it was a, 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 a it was a flip phone, flip phone that he flipped open, and the shit had the keyboard, and Nokia had the exact same phone three years later. When I say the exact, yo, bro, look, I'm not talking about coincidence. I'm talking about the exact same model that was, yo, bro. What does that mean? What I just mean by that is. It's prophecy. And when I say prophecy, I don't mean prophecy on some spiritual shit. I just mean that these movies, look, and I'm telling you, I'm a writer. Mm -hmm. I'm a writer. We bring consultants into the room, and these consultants may be from NASA. They may be from the CIA. They may be from They give me all the information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're buying ahead of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're writing this movie. It's science fiction. It's about this... Bruh, and we bring these people in who are in government agencies. And it's just to say that. Nigga, still shooting. Listen, call He's up with you. Call He's up with you. Call up with you. So, next story. Um, also, New York City. I see that we're going to be paying more money. And this is just woke New York City. I, I know people listen to this for miles around, but this is just woke New York City. Because they're trying some bullshit that they've been trying for, for about last year. Oh, they've been years. trying to do that for a while. Now they want to put a toll going into to New York City. Manhattan. Anything under 60th Street. So if you cross the Brooklyn Bridge, Manhattan Bridge, Williamsburg Bridge, any of the tunnels. Into, pay that. You got to pay that. How you feel about that? Metro card, debit cards. Yo, the trains is crazy. It's Ain't going to be more crowded and crazy. Are you crazy? They my thing is me, sometimes I don't want to drive to the city. I'd rather take, I got a direct line getting an A to L. Get you where you gotta go. Get back right, to But at way. nighttime, we we night hours. Who come? No, I drive at night. My thing is, I pay the money again. What you work for? But again, they tax him. But you know, after a while, people go find a way. Somebody gonna be selling some type of easy pass with it. Our people love us, so yeah, I ain't tripping. Soon we go live. It's give great. it a month or two. Somebody gonna be online tomorrow. I got those easy passes, and they gonna sell right now. So it's gonna be. With, it's, it's it's gonna be what it's gonna be. That's how I see it. I, well, you can't run from what's going to be. True, true. You understand what I'm saying? So if that if that's the case, like, all right, be for you. Yo, we just get on a bike, actually, too. We just came out. City bike. Yo, bike. I rode, listen. Help as well, yeah. My, 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 my shorty had a doctor's appointment, like, two weeks ago, right? Man, um, my car got sideswiped. Oh, my God. So... Um, it's in the shop and she was like, let's take a city bike. I've never rode a city bike in my life and kudos to you, ma, cause that's something I always wanted to do, but I would have never done. And she said, let's go ride the city bike. So I'm like, we gonna get city bike. Let's go get city bike. I got a city bike, rode it all the way across from Clinton Hill to Flatbush. See, this, this, this is bothering me right now. Wow. It's bothering me. Wow. It, it's no, it's nothing to you and your lady, but it's bothering me. See, I couldn't go to the doctor on a city bike. Cause I gotta wash my ass. Like, 
Doctor, take take off your clothes. You sweat by the time we you get there. Like, we washed our ass before. We no, got. but I'm saying you gonna be sweating by the time you get there on the city bike. Okay, but guess what? We rode the city bike to the doctor. Oh shit. Um, she went in. Whatever did what she did. We went to the next city bike station. Got the city bike. Rode that shit all the way back to home. And I ain't gonna lie to you, like, um, I dug it. Like, I really did. Like, oh, and, is it gonna make you buy a bike now? No. <laughs> and and I, I just dug it because you know this is my shorty whatever so, so, it was a great experience but other than that no so 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 another question I guess DP since you I know you're just not a baller but you're probably a lover too people love me I love people <laughs> talk about the ladies DP talk about the ladies DP look deep look deep you get too serious on me with this shit man. I'm not one of your little kids, man. Nah, I get it. I get it. I had a question first. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. So I just want to know um, if uh, do do women do men love women outside of sex? And if we do, what do we love about them outside of sex? What brings us joy more than sex than with a woman? Then when we with a woman, as you get older, I think peace means more. As you get older, so important. Peace, peace means so much. See that as sometimes, you get older is like as you get older. Because sometimes when you you grow, you start to learn more. And sometimes when you have someone that knows when to say, let me let you get your time to yourself, like you, you never mm. understand the magic of like a man cave for that time. You're like, damn, I think you need that to grow because if you got somebody that's, that's swarming you, that's overbearing on you, it comes a lot. And sometimes you got some woman that's like, so I, I think, I, peace. I think as you get older, you start to realize what's truly important, right? I think when we're younger, we value the things that aren't important. And as we get older and we mature, we truly start to understand what is truly important, right? Um, and I think when you said as you get older, I think that's so important because I don't think until you truly become a man, you can understand the value of a woman, right? As a boy, you understand the value of your dick, right? And you see a woman as nothing other than something to serve your penis and to serve your pleasures. But as you get older and you mature truly into a man, then you begin to realize that no, she has a value, a value totally outside of all of that, right? Um, and I always say this, like, you think of how people go, that's somebody's mother, that's somebody's sister, that's somebody's wife. And then as you get older, you realize, fuck all of that. That's just somebody. She doesn't have to have value to a man in order to have value. Because when you say that somebody's wife or that somebody's sister or that somebody, somebody's whatever, that just means that her value is attached to the fact that she has value to a man. But, but you're then, saying without that, she's got value regardless. Yeah, True she has value regardless. You understand what I mean? I just think you know this uh, piece is a, is, a, is a big is a big part of it, mm -hmm. and it's like, you know, because again, compat compatibility means so much. So it ain't just it can't just be a sex thing. That that won't be it. Because when you're young, you feel like, like all of us yes, are so invincible. We could do whatever. We did 50, 50 million things in a day. You know, as you get older, you like, certain things matter. Play ball you know, for the whole day. Can't you know, do that when you know, you're so funny. I find myself, <clears throat> and I don't even know if I like it like it about myself. Like, it's, just, it's bugged out. Um, I'll be looking for more, like, of the connection type thing. The sex is cool. <clears throat> but for me, I be looking for more of, I don't know, like, I, I want a woman that's going to cook or something. I want somebody that 
I can go in a space. And I never used to like to go to a woman's house. Not saying that I would go to a woman now to their house. But I want to be around and know your family and your friends and shit like that. I never yearned for none of that shit before. Like, it's like I find myself wanting other shit that I never really desired in a woman in my life before. Like, you know. As you got older? As, yeah, yeah, as I find that happening to me a lot lately. And I don't, I don't understand it. You know, and I also find myself, like you say, as you get older, I saw this cool roller coaster today, right? It was like the stand-up new roller coaster. And I'm saying, I'm not getting on that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it, when I was a kid, you know, you were doing I was going, you know, we got, I got to get on the front of the roller coaster. I even got to get on the front or I got to get on the back. Now, I don't have, I'm not getting on that roller coaster. For what, nigga? I'm not looking for that type of thrill. But the thrill that I am looking for in a partner is more than physical. For me, now, it's more, it's more of a, a connection. Not telling you that I wouldn't want the physical, but for me, it has to be the connection. And if I'm just getting the physical and I don't have the connection with you, I really don't fuck with you like that. I'm not, I'm not well, into you. Well, you're not going to be there mentally because you ain't going to be there mentally. That's the toughest part because you're not there mentally. That's when you're wrong. Exactly. And, and the last thing I would say, the shit that I'm going for, the shit that I'm going for in my life these days, like where I want to be at, I need somebody that can can match that. And I don't mean match it in money. I mean I don't mean match I mean match it in well being. Like she can she can talk to she can mental speak health? mental health. Yeah. <laughs> she mental can speak life me. into me to even make me even go harder. Or she can be like she could be that energy, like, yo, babe, you got this. I need that for somebody that I care about and love that I'm in love with. You know what I'm saying? I think that's more important to me nowadays. I need that type of shit. I don't need a chick that's watching me like, yo, are you going to get a bag? Like, no, I, I don't need, I need somebody Relationship like. Relationship time with Stan. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So Just tell people your dreams and see what they say. Yeah, tell, tell us your dreams, Stan. Tell, tell me your dreams, man. Tell us your dreams, Stan. See how Talked they. Talked about your moms last night. Leave me alone. No. <laughs> <laughs> tell me your dreams. <laughs> this nigga don't fuck with me, man. <laughs> Yo, this nigga. Tell me your dreams. Nah, nigga. Yo, uh, other news. Like, so, DP. Yo, somebody give me the score. What's the score in the game right now, B? Because NBA on. Since you in the basketball world, my boy LeBron James got ousted last week. It hurt my heart. Um, I just want to know. still watching this shit. Because you said you were LeBron fan. Who? Who up? Celtics up? Damn. Jimmy Butler, like what's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th I, I thought that he was gonna take it tonight. That's <laughs> the guy. They dragging this on, and Denver's just resting, resting, resting. So, what you think about the state of the NBA today? What's your opinion on that? Are you a LeBron fan or Jordan fan or both? What happened to Lakers? No Lakers fan. Are you a LeBron fan? Just because you're a dick rider doesn't mean he's the same, bro. Like what the fuck? So well, we talk about this old well, you know, <laughs> let me go into the staff. No, I said that because it's staff. Like, niggas, are you a LeBron yeah, fan? Totally yeah. X'd out the Lakers. Well, you know, just to answer the question of the state of the NBA, I'm not a huge NBA fan because I think collegiate is a is a bigger piece uh -huh. of basketball. But I think NBA is, again, it's turning over. They're going to get some of these players out. You see, like, Melo's retiring. Some of these players have to come up because a lot, a lot of new young blood is coming. So you know they got no stars though. I feel like there's no real stars. Well, you gotta realize it's not. It doesn't go like that. Stars is what the NBA sit in the room and say we're gonna make a star. They make stars. They be able to 
see who's yeah, going to be like they didn't even have premiered that. on things. Who do you think is that premiered? Look, they tried to do a Jason Tingle, but he definitely ain't doing shit right now. Like, it ain't happening. They tried to do a John Morant, that nigga out the window. We're going to get into John Morant, yeah, too. that's his choice. Yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. Yeah, who's that study trying who, to make who, who's that the study? face? No, and what? you can't do another international play because nobody can even understand that what they said. boy Giannis, they, they, that, that kind of backfired. Backfired. It, 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 was, it was Steph, but, you know, Steph didn't <laughs> take Steph on the decoy. What's your thought? Steph. It's, it's Steph it's, you know why it's I think Steph it couldn't happen to truck. Steph? Because LeBron beat him the, 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 uh, in the first half. And then they got KD. So it was in like, when, he, when they got the two back-to-back with KD, it was... Kind of Kate, it wasn't Katie, it's still Steph's team, but Steph wasn't the premier guy. Steph changed the world. No, he said, no, he definitely, no, 100%. People should, me, Earth was talking about it, everybody should jump shots now. Steph is just, and again, people that's non basketball players, Steph is way deeper than just shooting. Yeah, but Steph, the way he make, like, again, think about it. Draymond Green went to other, they say Draymond Green was on the Knicks, even at the end of the bench. He make these players something. You know, you Dray- know, Draymond Green was on the Knicks, so let's say Draymond Green was on. Just pick it; he would be nothing. These non-discreet. You're right players, about that. Steph just does, does so much just with the ball. You know, the NBA, you know, see you know the NBA problem is. What's up? The problem is Jordan and LeBron James. Why? And the reason why I say that, and you can even take like a Magic or somebody like that. The reason why I say that is they so far on the totem to- pole. Like Jordan, what he did with the Jordan brand sneaker and still was able to do whatever he did, six rings back back to back. LeBron James never being in trouble, you know, business uh, acumen, uh, the social activism, and breaking all the records that he broke. It's who you going to build like that? Well, I think one thing I don't do, I don't compare the the people, the LeBron, Kobe, Jordan. That's just so, so just erroneous because Mike is Mike. What Mike did, we we I watched Mike growing up. Mike was the biggest thing going on TV, everything in Chicago. Mm-hmm. You buy video games, Chicago, Boston, no, no. LA, Detroit. There was no other teams. So Mike is Mike. What LeBron did is pivotal because again, his just his durability. Just again, imagine Mike twenty years. Imagine us seeing Mike twenty years and Mike spilling into some of that current time. So it's like you know you got to give LeBron his kudos, but you know I don't compare the two. I just think. You know, it's just great, just greatness, and it's the point of, you know, what they do for the sport. Because mm. LeBron is, you know, LeBron is big. LeBron is that that type of iconic player, you know. And that's that's why I think they may have way deeper than just the ball part. Yeah, and that's why I think they have a problem trying to figure out who's that next star because they made the first the, those those two are so big. No, they'll they'll find somebody. I'm not saying they won't. They're gonna they'll they'll they ain't got no choice. They'll put it they'll put it somewhere. They watch these young people come in. They'll find somebody that they go kind of. Shape and mold. Okay. You know. So, just talking about that, going to John Morant, because i seen this week, John, uh, he had put out some cryptic type of tweets, like telling everybody buy, his mother buy, his daughter buy, his father buy. It's so much so that police had to go to his house and do a welfare check on him. And then to see if he was high. And not only that, he he, then he said he's going to stay over social media for a while. I don't know if the boy was crying for help or he was just on his Instagram because he's young. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, John got to get his shit straight, man. I don't know what you feel about because you probably run into a lot of players dealing with young players that come from that, I want to say the background, but has that same challenge in coming from the street into something else. Can you talk to that, like <clears throat> dealing with so many young players? But he's not from the street. 
That's one. And the other okay. piece is for me, I blame that. Why, bro? At every game, shades on and everything. You want to? You in the limelight? You soaking this up? But you don't got a hole on your son. Right. You make some sense again. John Moran grown, so we can take that. Oh, he's grown. Is he grown? No, he's not. He's young, bro. He's any young any any father that has a twenty three year old son will tell you that he, as a kid. You still got him. He is him. not grown. So, so think about he it. He may he may have a lot of opportunities. There may be a lot of money. That is not a grown man, bro. That is a kid. I'm with you. So my question is, the father's at the games, the father's in everything. He's in everything. Why are you not trying to cultivate it's the moms, too? The moms called that nigga out for two fights. Like, no, that's what I'm saying, though. Right. I get that, but the father's the one we see all the time. Time, yeah, you're right. Arguing with Shane and Sharpie doing all this. He's in every video. He's talking with all the rappers, sitting with Yo Gotti. Hey, he, he, really, he really living his youth, unfortunately. Oh, no. And he's selling his son short because yeah. of that. And if his son end up out the league, then what? Nobody gonna never care about all the people we talk to. He ain't gonna get them on the line. These people that he sit with thinking he's somebody. It's sad, man. It's sad. And again, it's, it's we don't know what goes on, but we know your growth is your circle. It's a bad situation. Your elevation is your circle. Who you got around you? It's a bad situation. It's tough. Man. It's tough. It's tough. Well, let's talk about that. Somebody got X amount of million. Why are you letting them go down? Big up also, I want to shout out Terrence Crawford and uh, and, and, and Spence because they're uh, uh, they about to really have this fight finally. Um, saw the Haney fight the other day. just want to say to all these people that keep calling me about this Haney fight. And um, who he fought the other day? Um, the, I don't know his name. Uh, what's his name? What's his name? Uh, we'll get back to his name. But everybody was telling me, oh, Haney lost the fight. Listen, man. The boxing that I watch, that I come from, from watching boxing, from being a boxing fan all these years, this is what I will tell you. The fight was close. It could have went anyway. It could have been a draw. It could have went to the other gentleman. It could have went to Haney. That's how close the fight was because people take not taking account the first six, seven rounds, Haney was hitting him to the body, just giving it to him. Now, the 10th and 11th round, Haney looked like he was about to die. But he didn't fall. He get knocked out. In boxing, you know, when you're the champ, you got to take the belt from the champ. You got to take it. If you don't take it from him, right. they just not giving it to you. He didn't drop him. He didn't knock him out. So, guess what? It was a draw in the fight. But I'm glad to see boxing going in a better direction, hopefully. And we kept getting these mega fights because I'm looking forward to the Terrence Crawford fight and Spence fight in Irk Note. I do crazy fight parties in my crib. So, I'm going to have a fight party for this one. You're more than invited. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I'm not coming. Uh, listen, we don't need you. You know, you know what this is? When it comes to you watch the fight, you watch the ending when they call Haney's name. Uh, Look like he won an Oscar. He was so shocked. Uh, you know how like you win? <laughs> oh, he was so shocked. So that was like a piece that people like, you know, he felt like dude was wrong, but you know. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. It's sad news. We, we, I just want to shout out. Because Bo don't like when I shout out people that pass away. Bro. No, it's not like, yeah, yeah. Like, how you going to shout out? Yes, man. I'm R.I.P. Tina Turner. Tina Turner. R.I.P. Jim, uh, 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 Jim Brown. Jim Brown. And R.I.P. Just uh, Spike Lee lost his dad today. Uh, Bill uh, Bill Lee. Um, yeah, man. They say they say they're going threes, man. So I hope nobody else is gonna pass away no time well, that soon. That was three. So if yeah. it's going three, yeah. then I'll say it's gonna be somebody else. I hope I've said hopefully nobody else. No, but if it's you said you just said it goes in threes and you named three people. I don't know. I'm saying I hope it's nobody. But there's just hey, listen, man. Condolence to your family, man, and to your friends and everybody, man. You know, listen, all three in their own right. Was icons in their own right, you know what I mean? Tina Turner, man, I I, I, I don't I, don't, I I haven't forgotten when I went to go see Mad Max. 
You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Mad Max, Mel Gibson, Tina Turner. Tina Turner, you know what I'm saying? What love got to do with it? People don't understand. Everybody, you know, got her from the idea. Tina was, Tina was like a beast. Beast, bro. Like, that's, that's, that's one of the icons. And, and, and when I say that's one of the icons, I'm talking about, I'm, I'm thinking back to when I was just a kid, bro. Like, like when I think of Tina Turner, I think about my childhood. I don't even think about that. You just be thinking about burning? Burning? Not, not even just that. Like, he over here, he just went right I do, I do, I do get it. Like, but anyway, yeah, like, no, I, I think about my childhood. You understand what I mean? Yeah. So for someone like that to pass, and, so, and it just goes to show that when it comes to these icons, you don't imagine them dying, right? Because when Tina Turner was 83 years old, but when you heard Tina Turner died, you're like, how? 83 when she passed? 83. Yeah, that's a blessing. 83, yep. Yeah. 83 is crazy. But you, but you still like, how? But and, what you envision her is the Tina, Tina the active exactly. Tina on stage. That's all I can think of. I don't know Spike Dad. I know the great Jim Brown, but it's like it's tough. You see those images, and that's all you play in your head. Yeah. Yep. So I get it. So big up to them, man. Big up to them. R.I.P. Yep. to them. R.I.P. Okay. Yes. Listen, I got a crazy question because I saw this on Instagram the other day. So listen, you got you got baby moms? No. You got kids? No. I respect you, brother. All right. Yeah, DP, you got to start dumping some. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to do a damn. You got to start dumping DP. Hey, that man, no goddamn yeah. mind. This dysfunctional toxic. Yeah, man. listen. Yeah. Anyway, so listen. This girl was on IG the other day, Bo. This is kind of crazy, though. I'll just be honest with you. She said, now I'm trying to flip it in my head, so just don't, just give me a second. Why would you flip it? Say it as it is. She said that she would have, she want to have a threesome. With both her baby daddies. What? So I tried to flip it and said, I said, that's crazy. I, who would do that? Like, I would never, like, who would do that with their baby mom? Too like, too respectful to it. Right? But then would you do it if, 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 if you had two baby moms? There's two perspectives to it. Go if, ahead. If the purpose for her doing it is to bring the family together, <laughs> then, okay. That's a good one. I, no, seriously, if I, I can condone it. If the purpose of bringing, if if she has two, yeah. if she has two kids' fathers that are at war, and it's like, yeah. well, you know what? If I bring them together and we do this, then we can find a way to be cordial and respect it. Because I'm always looking. Yo, you heard this nigga? Is it just me? South Street, Seaport, Sesame Street. Uh, yeah. I think it's the streets with Shorty. Like, I'm, I'm, just, street. I'm just saying, but anything other than that, then it's just like, mom, what is your issue? Like, no, That's look, mental illness. It's not mental illness, man. And and What is the current boy going to say? Yeah. Listen. Bold baby fathers? Yo, bro, we, 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 we grew up at a certain time. And as I get older, bro, and sometimes he looks at me like I'm an alien. As we get older, I come to step outside of our way of thinking. You get what I'm saying? Um, and I come to realize that if a man said, I want to have a threesome with both my baby moms, we wouldn't look at it as, as anything, right? So if she decides that, it's not necessarily to go to the left where it's like, oh, she's for the streets. Nah, bro. Especially if she's single. She's not in a relationship. She has the right to do whatever the hell she wants. Well, that's the, that's, that's the, the, that's the edgy part of the world we live in with that, that double standard world. Some things for men are maybe deemed as it's not bad, but women, 
It's just it's just the way things are. And I and I listen, it's like it's a it's like and if we do that, we gotta do that with And everything. I agree with that. And I agree with you that. Know? Listen, and, and 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 don't take me as one of the men that don't agree with that because I do. But once again, I go back to the fact that if a woman is not in a relationship, she cannot be faithful to herself. Right? The same way if a man is single, he is allowed to frolic and do as he pleases. And if a woman is single and she says, you know what? I want to have a threesome with both of my baby dads. That doesn't make her a whole, bro. No, and I, I never it, used to. Well, I, I, I understand. Oh, but I wait, wait, kind of crazy. wait, wait. Just let me finish. She is just a <laughs> single woman who wants to explore. And she can explore. She gets two other niggas. Wait, wait, let, let me finish. She can explore and say, I'm going to sleep with both my baby fathers. And guess what? And after this, I meet a man. I'm going to be in a relationship. And, so let me ask you, your and baby I'm going to be loyal. Want, your baby moms want to have you with her, her other baby father. Would you do it? That's not my thing. But, but, but she want to bring out together, the family but, together. Listen, listen. And I would tell her. Why happen to bring the family together? There's there's no, there's no nothing wrong with that. But that's still up to me to make a choice. No. I, I, no I'm but, that's, but that's still up to me to make a choice. Well, but guess what? If she decides, well, all right, you don't want to do it. I'm going to go do this with my baby pops. First of all, me and my baby moms ain't going to be together. Like, you, know, you, you know what, too, to add on to that? Sometimes when it comes to, like, the baby the baby father's transitioning between, like, this my new man and my new kids, it's always some type of friction there. So that would make sense because it's usually the women will try to play, like, against, like, you know, you know, so I don't think it's just, it's just, that's just a, that's a social Men are too media. territorial for that. That's I don't a even social know. media. You're talking about, nonsense. you're talking about the men in our day, the modern day man. My nigga, these niggas is out here letting they women do whatever. Do what the fuck ever, bro. It's right. different now. Gen Z. It's Gen different Gen now. Gen and listen, and, and you're, you're absolutely, and, and bro, and this is it's why I had to step, this is why I had to step outside of my mentality. Because I realized these niggas out here is <laughs> no, seriously. So and, and and listen, and is it for me? It's not necessarily for me, but in the same breath, um, even I've evolved, bro. Even I've evolved. The old man who don't care evolved. Listen, bro. Even I've evolved, and things that I've looked at, um, as taboo. Things that I've looked at is, nah, like a. I've opened my mind to where it's like just don't open nothing else to it. Come on, double stuff for you. No, ain't nothing else being open. But I'm, but I'm just saying, I'm, I've, oh, yo, bro, we all have to evolve, and I've, and I've, and when I say I've evolved, I haven't changed. See, that's the difference. Evolve without change. At the core. I'm still me. Your principles, your morals. My change. principles don't change. Let's do it. But I've evolved to accept that the world has changed. Like, like I always right say, in the flesh, me. I may move through the world, but I'm not of the world, right? So mm -hmm. I've learned to respect mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and to acknowledge Great. the fact that everyone else is doing what they're doing, and I you know, may not. I may not agree with it, huh? This nigga's a Jedi. I'm a Jedi. Oh, definitely. You know that. Come on, Styles. Um, <laughs> I may not agree Luke. with it, but I accept it. That's what Travel. you want to do. That's what you want to do. And in the same breath, if I can figure out how this fits into what makes sense to me, then I will. Then you embrace it. 
I embrace it, man. I'm not, I'm not just, yo, bro, listen. I, listen, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm just going to say one thing. I, I sold drugs for a long part of my life. I've done so many things in my life that people can be judgmental of. I'm not going to be a hypocrite, bro. Just because you sin in a way that I don't agree with, I sit back and it's like, okay, I don't agree with it, but you, you can't to, judge it because I can't judge it because people, I am not. I hate the judge word. The people just drag that. You give an opinion, you judge somebody. Somebody do something, oh, you say something, you judge them. Like you can't. It's like that's such me a such a overused word. They use it for everything. You can't even give insight to someone. Yeah, see, that, like, oh, you judge somebody. I see it. That's I'm like, not what? how I no, see no, it. I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. You're people entitled say to your that. opinion. You say something, you may have knowledge. Like, listen, that's like you're judging. See, crack, whatever this is what I mean. The there. difference between opinion and judgment is this is how I feel. That's opinion. Mm. You are wrong. <clears throat> That's judgment. You are wrong. That is judgment. You get what I'm saying? For me, there is no you are wrong. So there is, there is, there is, there is. So you're I, telling me, let me ask you a question. You walked this path before. Yeah. You walked the path up, like you just said, three minutes ago, selling crap. Yeah. And somebody's doing that, and you can say, "Listen, you can't say that's wrong." That's judgment. No, listen. No, no, absolutely. Because I'm gonna tell you why. I don't say you're wrong. You know what I say? I don't agree. There's a difference between you're wrong and I don't agree. But you know what that will lead to. You know, you know, you walk that path already. You know what it will do. Yeah. So you're gonna say you don't agree. So you'll let them falter because you because you don't want to. Has, has nothing to do. Hold up, time up. So he's a Jedi, but he also would Jedi mind trick you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I don't no. think you go down the rabbit hole. It has, it has nothing to do no, with stuck. It has nothing to do, do with I don't agree, but you're not wrong. And and the reason I say that is because I did this at a point in time in my life, right? And and morality. You can do it over, you'll do it again. That's yeah. your answer. That's your answer right yeah. there. You ever seen a wizard yeah. on motherfucking Dungeons and Dragons the cartoon? I don't watch. I don't watch that. He's like that. That's the wizard. I don't. I don't like like no. wizard shows. Yeah, I would. No, I definitely would. I definitely would because that was my way to survive. That was my way to survive at that moment. And without that, I couldn't survive. Yeah, right. So, question is, if you knew, if you know, if you, if you know what you know now, Bro, I knew what I knew. I knew that then. You think I didn't know that crack was harmful? No, no, no. I'm sorry. You know, so now I mean, like the knowledge you have. Would you do it again? Yes. Yes. Because my because my kid had to eat. My kid had to eat, and guess what? Yo, bro, listen, this is TV. I've never put a gun this nobody. Buy this crap. Bro, that's television shit. None of that happens. I agree. People chase you down. Let me get that. I understand. You, you get what I'm saying? So, so it's like, look, bro, look. I found the means to an end. You understand what I'm saying? I need it, and they need it. And it was like, look, this is going to feed me, and it's going to feed your fix. Okay, it works. I've done so much in my life in these 44 years. I've, anything you can think of, I've been a part of it. Yeah, I exactly. I like say if I see somebody, you know, if I, if I care about them, I'll say whatever. I'll be like, nah, bro, that ain't it. Or, Some things just like get, get in and out, stuff like that. Get, just, you hear what you just said? Get in and out. Because they're going to do it. And my words, my words are killed. And if, that's, you, if you check in some paper, I got parts. So, they checking. They checking thirty, forty a month. So let me ask you So let me ask you a question. Forget, forget the forty, thirty a month. What about the niggas with the sixty dollar a day strip? Did it I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
that if if they didn't sell that pack, well, they family would starve. Yeah, I'm not connected to that. I'm just saying I'm not connected to that. I understand because like you say you disconnected from a lot of stuff. Yeah, I don't even be. Yeah. I don't like so 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 let's go. Let let let's forget that. What about the dudes who understand that selling drugs is a mentality, bro? Right, and way before you sell drugs. You have this mindset of affluence, right? And what about the dudes that had they not been able to sell drugs, they've been robbing and killing motherfuckers to get this money. Right. Because they're the days because now. because they're so addicted. Yo, what people call clout nowadays was the light back then, right? That people were addicted to. You understand what I'm saying? And and what about the people that had they not been able to go out there and sell this little bit of a little bit of krills or sell a little bit of heroin to make this money to get the attention that they need. They've been out there robbing the Let me tell you this, DP. No, because everybody in hustle, so I, this, I don't know. Let me tell you this. Some people lived well, even though you know, A lot so, of people lived so, well. Live, live, but a lot of people, let, let's be honest. Let's keep it a buck. And, and this is the biggest misconception. Bro, most people that sold drugs did not have millions. Did not have ten. Yo, yo, yo I tell you this. I tell, and I always say this, my nigga. I sold drugs on a large scale. Most ninety percent of niggas that sold drugs never seen more than an ounce. Never seen a brick in their life. In their life, never. DP, I just want to never. Hold on, hold on, brother. You, you, you average, average nigga. But hold right, brother, ten percent of niggas saw a brick. Ten percent of niggas saw average. Brother Malcolm. It's crazy. Even Malcolm seen. Hey, listen, I want to tell you this, DP, because he made a point, and I just want to, because I, I, I let him go on and say his shit. Sorry, bro. If, if, if I had to go back and do certain things over, and would I tell a person not to do something? I have no problem, with it, and I don't give a fuck when niggas feel like they're judging him or not. I'm not gonna leave the blind into danger when it's not supposed to be, and I always feel like there's an alternative. And if in and, and wisdom as you get older, that's what I actually if you, yeah, you know what you, you know now. As you, you if, 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 see with, the key thing when you say what you as know you now, older. as you get older, as you get older, there's there's things that you say, yo, I could have replayed that and did it. But a that's different after way. going through it. You know, I, I hear you. So as older statesmen, you got to go back to the little ones or the younger fellas and be like, yo, nah, you got to remix that, bro, because this is only leading you here. Because what I can't tell you. Even in the drug game, and when we talking about that, and we just going to that, I don't know. I can't name five niggas. I knew hundreds of people that sold drugs, including myself for a little bit. I can't tell you five niggas right now out of the hundreds that I knew. That's still something. That's still good. Yeah. Oh no. No 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 no. That's still good today. No. Meaning, meaning, when you hustling, that's a that's a short meaning. You yeah. gotta know when to maneuver with it. So you ain't. We watch these stories. You know, again, we grew up with like smack DVD, different type of magazines. We watch that stuff. You not go see the people that they all they're them old people just coming home. So it's like it's not it's not really worth it. It's not a thing where you go say, oh, I'm about to get my my four one k from it because I got five hundred million. I'm working like that. But you know, but you know what? I'm gonna say this right. Like I'm writing this movie right now. It's an origin story. Mm -hmm. Um, for money and violence, right? And I start, I start this movie with this whole ideology of the main character. Whereas you go through life, and it's like either you're predator or prey, right? And it's like we go through our lives switching between these two worlds. Sometimes you're predator, sometimes you're prey, right? 
and you go through this life wanting to end up as predator and not prey, right? So it's like, as a young man, you're robbing somebody, you're predator. Cops roll up, oh shit, you're prey, right? But then you get into a point in your life when you mature that you come to realize it ain't about being predator prey, it's about choices, right? Because you, you convince yourself that it's out of your hands, right? Because your, your, your atmosphere and your environment dictates whether you're predator or prey. And then you, there's a point where you get to where you kind of realize, nah, it's my choices that decide that, right? Because at the end of the day, the only thing that puts me in the situations or positions that I'm in are my choices. And I think that it's part of the lack of accountability that we have that blames it on our environment. Like, oh, it's about how I grew up. It's about the resources that were available to me. Do you right? think that really matters? It does matter. But there's a point. There's a, listen, throughout your life, yes. The, the, at the beginning, it's out of your hands. But as you grow older, there's a point. There's always a point. It's like what do you that, mean in the beginning, as a what, as a baby, or as a what? baby, as a young, as a young, right? As a young, whether you're five, six, seven, eight, nine years old, right? Where where the truth is, fate and destiny is out of your hands, right? So atmosphere and environment plays a huge part, right? Because the truth is, you're you're more influenced in the environment than you are by your decisions, right? But then, as you grow older, there's a pinnacle that you get to where your decisions actually matter more than environment. Do you feel the resources that put people in spaces matter? Because you could say, hey, it's out of your hands, you're young. If people are in certain spaces, people are in certain, they're getting certain, I don't want to use the word resources, but certain spaces changes everything. Doesn't matter. It doesn't. That. It doesn't matter because as a youngin, you're influential. I don't know. I don't know if mm -hmm. I agree with the space. Right. Take us for example. We come from East New York, right? And some of us, we might our home inside our home may be different, but we still deal with the you're same. You're more. You're more influenced by the streets. Like we, than you we are go outside and play the same kids every fucking day. Yeah. We go to the same corner store. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We chill in the same park. Mm -hmm. We get yeah. harassed by the same police. Did you get locked up, bro? I uh, I've been arrested. Never been. Never did time. Never did time. Yeah. I didn't you know what saved you? The things that were there. That's what saved you. I, you I, again. You can't never discredit what saved no, you. No, I don't no, agree I'm with that. I, I, I think. I think. I think that that is but, chance. But but that's purely chance. Make and the reason for his situation. His situation. I'm saying that he wasn't. His situation though. is purely chance, and I'm gonna tell you why I say it's purely chance because there are a lot of kids that grew up in this neighborhood. They came outside and got locked up for shit that they never did and ended up getting time and ended up behind bars for shit that they did not do. Well, that's just, that, that's the, that's the systemic part of what we grew up in. But this is, it what, was the seven five was, it goes, was already, it goes, it goes back to environment. It goes back to environment. So as much as he can sit here and say, I never did time. The truth is, he could also sat here and say, I did do time for some shit I never did. My cousin, my cousin, listen, my cousin did 12 years of life for a crime he didn't even commit. That's, that's the thing. I also, also, like I said, though, DP, it's also decision making because 
at a point where because, as you get over this decision making. Exactly. I, I, I've been in a situation. I, I'm not a disagreeing with decision making. No, no, I'm, I'm saying. I, I, I agree with that part. Because it's sometimes I've been in with my friends, like friend that got shot or maybe got killed or even something that got arrested. I decide to go inside. I'll be like, nah, I'm going, I'm, I'm leaving. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and this is and why I said. Somebody decide. Now nah, I'm staying out here. But this is why I said. Early, early in life, it's environment, right? The atmosphere decides whether you're pregnant or prey. But you get to a point in life, whether it's your teenage years, whether it's when you get 17, 18, where it gets to that pinnacle, when that, where your fate is based on your decisions, right? And and you have to be able to recognize the problem is. We go on the momentum, right? I always say this. I got to a point in my life when I was in my 20s that I had to realize that what the hood taught me, I could not thrive in the real world abiding by those rules. So I had to reprogram myself. A lot of us never get to that point where we have, where we realize, yo, I need to reprogram. You get what I'm saying? We still running on the inertia of Pluto. What people most you speaking to? The, no. Most of us. Right, depends. Most Again, of us. I bro. think it's, I, this is what I'm saying in my mind. We grow up, we learn different things. We see stuff ain't right. After a while, your circle changes. Because the people that still live in that life, you're not with them no more. That's not the reality. They're not that's, right about that. That's, I, I know you're not the same circle as the one. <laughs> that's 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 that's, that's not the reality because yeah, a lot of us it. are stuck in that mentality. Are you still with the ones you went from childhood from five you know to seven, eight, nine, ten? You know why I'm not? Because ninety percent of them are dead or in jail. That's the only reason. And 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 guess what? And it goes beyond that because with me, even before that happened, and I'll always say that's why I was the enigma, the enigma, in the middle of everything that was happening. You know, and luckily for me, I had older brothers who who wanted to teach me better. You know, I was 14 going to Broadway plays. My brother sending me to take piano lessons. So I'm hanging on the corner, whatever, doing what I'm doing all throughout the day. 5, 5 p.m., I got to bounce because I got I to gotta go to these piano lessons. Like, and this was my older brother who was instilling this shit in me. You understand what I mean? But... What I'm saying is, like, I'm one of the last ones left. So my question is, your brother, your older brother said go to piano lessons. Did that save you? In a sense? It didn't save me. No. It didn't save you. No, it didn't. I you, feel like it would you, have. It, listen, it may have played. Absolutely. Played, I, mean, listen, absolutely listen, played a part. I can say. Because he put no, him in no, spaces. No, 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 you're right. His you're brother right. put him in spaces. He had it. saved him. So no, that piece no. of time, it something could have happened at that time. It didn't happen at that time because he was in a space. It did, it did. Some people don't have that access, uh, access to space. Access so that's all I'm saying. You know what? You're, you're, so you're, even at that time, I'm saying I'm going to play I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'm never doing because my brother put no, me in a space. No, the reason I said it didn't save me, I can say this. It saved me from the aspect of removing me from the space for something to happen and placing me somewhere else. But it didn't remove me no, no, in the aspect it, of making me change my mind. No, no, no like one said that, but it put you this. in the space yeah, 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 to yeah, save yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, not. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It put you Definitely. in space to save you. No, so, you know what? It didn't save me. It, it, it added to the probability of me being saved because what it did was... No, nah, that's... You, you got you, the, you, your you, probability could be higher. You go from 40% now to 70%. To 70. What about the ones that have no, no safe space Please. where you go from 10%? I have nothing. I can't get. I have no no mental. And some, and some, of, them, and some of them. And some of them. 
could still be saved because of probability. True, but, but that percentage but is lower. Hold on, hold on. I want to say this real quick, though, because mm -hmm. we're almost out of time on the show. And I'm glad that we segued into this part of the conversation because I want to bring everything kind of full circle. This conversation brought something that we talked about in the beginning of the on the show, full circle. And the services that you and all your team, which you can shout out all your peoples, provide these kids. Removes them. Removes them and put them in safe spaces and give them a higher probability to come out on the other side of the fence. You understand what I'm saying to you? Instead of being somewhere else, because you always give you give a kid nothing to do, he's probably going to find something to do and maybe not the right thing to do. Well, idle time is the devil's time. playground. I, so, you know I, what I'm saying? I, I, I'll give a story, right? Me and my boys was born on the block, and I swear to you, and I, and I, and I, I swear this, it started off with us being born on the block, and by the end of the night, we was in the shootout with the cops. And still to this day, that shit always replays in my mind. And the reason it replays in my mind was that it wasn't anything that we wanted to do. We were just bored, bruh. That happened. And, and, and it's just so crazy because when I think about where it could have went, right? And it's like, yo, bro, we could have thrown our entire lives away because of the fact that we were just some young boys in the hood, bored. Nothing to do. And that's scary, bro. And that's no what? Nothing to do is what? No what? What's that called? Nothing to do? No what? Now, it's the word with the R and it's the word with the S. The resource and space. Now, boy, that matters. So I get it. You see your growth? There's so much going on. I can I could do, we can have a whole other show on just stories. Stories. Oh, of course. From the R, We're gonna, way before that, yeah. before Gateway was built, the, when the desert was there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, we used to go ride the bikes. Star the city, when the products have beef with each other, you couldn't go certain places. places. Buildings. Are so places. it's like it's like so many things you could you could go on, but when you start understanding that this isn't you no more, you remove yourself. That's what we all have. Sometimes you have different friends or different people that you're you're with. You got your friends you grew up with. You be like, what up, bro? You still love them because you have so much history with them, but they still not close. But that's speaking from the aspect of a man in his forties and fifties. Guess what? When you're at that age, bro, you ain't thinking that shit. Nah, man. you can see the it's You're not. And there's, you know, you mean as, as a team? As no, a team. Well, you're not, not, no, you're no. not thinking that. And there's, no. and there's nothing. No, no. And, yo, bro. No, no, no. Yeah, I agree with you. I hear you. Well, guess what? You were the anomaly. No, that's, yeah. I know. I agree four. because in the moment, you don't know. Because in the moment, again, one thing we used to do in the hood, we just stay happy. No, we still leave it still. No, in the moment you're living like, well, we I hate it as friends. Music's changing. For me, it was music, right? Mm -hmm. So when I got with my godbrother Bruce and them, the level of shit they did was on musically. When I when I was like 16, 17, it removed me from my dudes that yeah, I was you, hanging out in Miller Park. You had something to live for, though, bro. Right? Listen, it gave me it gave, it gave me space. It put me in spaces. Yeah, your, your cousin. Had had access to something. You, he gave it. He, he just opened your mind to it. To it, and I, that's and I it. Ran with it. No more Miller Park. No more hanging over there. And I always say this: You want to change what's going on in the hood? Then give these kids something to live for, other than the reputation. These kids ain't got shit to live for, bro. Right? The 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 the, the thing that means most to them, the thing that gives them the most value, is they rap. It's not, right. just, it's not that, just not that. Holistically, what kids mean, 
or no what i'm saying is the children that are in those spaces the kids that are out there wilding out right like yo bro do you know how much I, how much respect and how much value i get out of the work that I put in, because when I walk on the block, they like, yo, don't fuck with this. That's because you on the block. You, but hold up, hold up, time out. That's because you on the block, and this is what I would tell you, DP. I'm gonna go back to something, and I've always, I said this is on my first time saying this on the show. I've always wanted to start a non for profit for for black young men, because in the non for profit, what it would be about is taking kids out of the state and out of the country several times a year, four, five, six, seven, eight times a year. I got got part of this from going to Reach Out. Reach Out took us out of the Change, state. Changed my life. Changed my life, right? Some of, you, some of you've changed, changed my life. Some of you in Reach Out, then you're right. Reach Out took me out of the country, out of the state, every Thursday. We went to another state. We didn't so go world outside of it. We didn't go inside of, we didn't stay inside of East New York. We even went to Canada one summer. You know what I'm saying? To Niagara Falls. That, and if you ever take a person out of their environment, and just like I say, if you just take some group of kids and go to Jersey or Philly or DC and go show them a model home, just to see what a home could look like outside of the projects we live in or the brownstones or the whatever we live here, and see the difference, smell the air, hear the fishes, the, the, the not the fish, hear the birds, see the fishes, that change. That mindset for me, my mother early on, made me want more than the average kids. They couldn't see it. Because they couldn't imagine it, even they, being they in that space. It was accessible to them because it was never So if we could change phase. the accessibility for kids have the opportunity to, to see and, and to experience, I think you could change and it's, it's, and it's, and it's, and it's, and it's And it's, and it's funny he say that because even like when we did Money Bounce, you remember I always used to say that I was, because I always used to, Go through the hood, I go through the Ville, I go through Red Hook, I go through East New York. And a lot of people are like, yo, bro, like, why you? And I used to be like, bro, because I need to understand, I need these kids to understand that this is possible. They could see me on TV, they could hit me on the radio. That doesn't make it possible. But when they see me in front of them, it makes them understand that this is accessible. You understand, like, hold on, damn, yo, that's the dude from Money and Violence. Like, he's right here in front of me. He's in my hood. You know, and I say that because, you know, when I was growing up, bro, where I grew up in Flatbush, I grew up in the hood, but right across the street was three, four million dollar Victorian homes. You understand? But they told me all day, yeah, yeah, you could be president, but bro, wasn't nobody in my hood president? Correct. You understand? So it's like, damn, I see this dude on TV. He on the breakfast club. And this dude is right here walking through the hood, giving me a pound. And it's like, shorty, like, nah, you could do this too. It makes it real. True. You get, and, and, and that's the thing that I think is important. And that's the thing that I think he's speaking to where it's like, nah, we got to take these kids out the hood and show them the world outside of their own. Because you can preach to them that this is possible. But if all they see is these pissy floors and these shitty walls, bro, that's just what you're saying. True. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, on that note, we just want to thank DP for coming out. Yo, DP, thank you, brother. No, thank you. We enjoyed you. Got a lot of knowledge. Got a lot of knowledge. We, we enjoyed you, man. Immensely. Um, yo, shout out to Gersh, man. I, I want to have my Gersh hat. I'm going to come to a few games. How you got the Gersh hat? I do. I, don't, I, I have. I, my, my dude is old, dude. Where the Gersh hat? 
My joint says, oh, I got like that. Paper, paper, paper planed it up. That's what he did. You know That's, what oh, wow. You gotta get paper, paper 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 sponsor. Wow. Something, man. Some real, some yeah. cool. Like I think, it, come on. We got to get Emory in here, so we got to have a conversation with. We got to have Emory on this show. Yeah, we gonna, we gonna, we could try to do that. We're going to see what we could do. <laughs> um, Emory is the homie, though, so we definitely could try to do that. Um, yeah, but shout out to Gersh, man. I want everybody to come out. Can you tell people when tournaments are starting? June 16th, Friday night. June 16th. June 16th mm, is 17th summer. 17th summer. So it's going to happen. want to see everybody come out to Gershwin Park this summer. I want everybody to come out, have a good time, be safe. Shout out to my man Slade again for making this possible. Shout, Shout out, out to Slim and Sleep for passing through. Oh, Slim and Sleep, yeah, for passing through. Shout out to Earth. Um, my nigga Earth AJ. Shout out to uh, uh, Fly Tie. Shout out to G Dog. Mm. Uh, who else you want to shout out from the crew? Shout out to the crew, man. Yeah, please, man. Getting quick, everybody down. There's so many people that definitely want to go through everybody, but you know, everybody that that love what we doing, we love them. So that's what it is. Definitely, man. Shout out to Tika. And shout out to all the players, man. That's coming out this summer and everybody that's that doing their summer yummy job, man. Yo, you remember when these niggas used to rob us at the cash? They never got robbed, but they robbed niggas at the cash. Dallas got robbed. Did get robbed on Stanley Avenue. Niggas be asked there. Go to Key Four. They used to take the check. Take your check right there from you. Dallas got robbed. Never. But anyway, I got robbed. I did get robbed one time. Not for my son. Ah, here we go. Man, six and train station. Wood stays, eh? Nigga did shoot at me five times. Listen, bro. Don't lie. I can tell you, I can tell a lot of your stories. Stop it. Stop it, motherfucker. Stop, stop, stop. You got your ass with a couple times, though, but we're going to talk about this. But the show's up. over. We're going to talk about Earth. The show's over. He got his Where's ass with a couple times. Tico! Brooklyn. We out, Suave. We out. Fuck you, E-Legendary.